0: Burkamp Perez, Wilco makes a run ahead of him. Burkamp suddenly changed pace through the centre. It's Burkamp! That's magnificent! The move! And then this? which left Dabby's ass totally stranded. Hello, my name's Carl. Welcome to on Perk at Wonderland, the national podcast. Um, there has been no news, so we're just going to make it up as we go along. Or <laughs> as we like to call it in the industry, doing a quiz carpenter. Um, <laughs> as you know, Danny. Um, Daniel, hello. It was a really impromptu thing, wasn't it, today? I just literally said, Daniel, we haven't released anything for ages. Let's just talk Arsenal. So that's what we're going to do. And none of those other bastards wanted to join us.
1: Told you, Carl, you need to start getting angry with them. I always say you have to threaten to fire them, call them lazy bastards, and actually you have to sacrifice one of them. It's usually Josh or Chris. Sacrifice one of them to the podcasting gods and then the others will get worried and then they'll turn up. But no, none of them did yet. Whenever the season starts, we always go let's not do anything else till July. And then after a week, we're going, <laughs> we need to talk about football. <laughs> we miss it too much.
0: They get that bug. And do you know what it is? It's that like you see all people talking about loads of those transfer rooms. It's Arsenal. We'll get linked with flipping anyone at the moment, someone in like a third division in the Scottish team, and everyone will be like, oh, yeah, I've seen that person. I saw them. They, they, they can cross the ball good. And you're like, oh, is it? What number did they have on their shirt? Oh, uh, uh, I can't remember. So you know what we are, but as you know, Danny, we have been linked to a plethora uh, Mm, of players, which is uh, quite funny. And still, some yet to depart Arsenal, which I'm quite shocked that we haven't announced um, some of our departures. But you know, hey ho, we'll discuss that today. I guess we'll start with the one departure that we know is definitely going to go. And that is Andre Lacazette. Uh, his time at Arsenal comes to an end after five years. Um, I, I'm kind of mixed on Lacazette on his time at Arsenal, whether it, it be a success or not. And, um, you know, his career has gone full circle. He's going back to Lyon, which is going to be announced tomorrow, I believe. Um, You know, it's uh, I don't know. I'll let you, I'll ask, I'll let you um answer this question first, Danny. Do you think, would you class Lacazette's time at Arsenal as a success?
1: That's a really hard question because I'm everyone knows my love for Lacazette, He's, he's a beautiful bastard with a great beard, and it's been confirmed that he smells nice, he's a really nice bloke. And he should have been—he should have been the future of goal scoring at Arsenal until Arsenal Wenger went. Oh, there's an, there's more toys in the toy shop. I'll have that one as well, please, sir. And then he was carrying uh, an injury when I think when we first got him, he got injured quite soon on. And so it came to Christmas, and then he had some time off. So first season, Premier—you can only really count Premier League games because you can stack pad in the other games. First season, 14 goals in 32 games. That's not too bad in, in an Arsenal side that had. Uh, we're having a big change round. Big players are leaving. We're uh, taking a different route to doing stuff. Next season, 13 in 35. I think, well, that's, that wasn't very good. I mean, 19 in all competitions. And then next season, 10 in 30. And we started thinking, oh dear, this isn't really working, is it? But he's supplying the goals for for Young, And they've got a great partnership together. And we saw in the days of Ian Wright and Alan Smith that you can't always have two strikers banging in 30 a season. Alan Smith sacrificed his career. To make Ian Wright look much better, to help him with the goals. And the next season, a bit of an upturn, thirteen in thirty-one. You think, oh, here we go, he's on the he's on the upturn again. Arsenal, are a team in massive um, reforming, and then last season, four in thirty. So, I think the answer is going to have to be fifty-four goals in one hundred and fifty-eight games, one goal in three, playing at the top level. It's not really good enough for someone who. When he was playing at Lyon, he, he got 28 in 30, 21 in 34, 27 in 33. Different league, as we all know. But sadly, I'm going to have to say that when you combine that, the fact that we paid, um, I made a note of it here, uh, 47.7 million in July 2017. He has not been a success.
0: See, I, I'm going to have to agree with you, Dan. That's the thing. No, because don't, I, no. look at, I, I don't see Lacazette's career at Arsenal as a success. I'm not saying it was a a complete failure, but if you think to when he came here we had no Champions League football. He hasn't got us into the Champions League, like with his goal scoring prowess. The fact that he never scored over twenty goals, league goals a season, I think that for me is really bad. Considering he come from and, you know, we joke about, you know, Farmers League and whatnot, what have you, but you know, the fact that he never scored 20, over 20 league goals in an Arsenal shirt. He didn't score over 15 league goals in an Arsenal shirt, I believe. So that, for me, says a lot. And even so, with Aubameyang coming in and trying to be our main striker, and that's brilliant. I, I think it's... Um, it's. <laughs> uh, I think that's brilliant. Um, from um, Sorry, I think that's poor for Lacazette. And, you know, towards last season was... Absolutely atrocious. I'll be very honest with you. I think it's for for him to be our main striker and for him to only get four league goals. For me, that is, I think that's terrible. I really do. And I I, I know people would have said, "Oh, keep Lacazette around," you know, just for the kids. You know, we don't need a player like that at the moment. You know, we've got people who. You know, Granite jacko is a leader on the pitch. You know, maybe you talk about experience, but with experience, you also need people to do their jobs on the pitch. And like I said, is a striker. We bought him to score goals. Someone who scores four goals in 30-odd games is not good. And, you know, yeah, I think at one point, he done really well as in, like, bringing people through, you know, protecting the players, um, you know, Giving them a shoulder to cry, and giving them advice. Because a lot of players, no one talks bad. At Lacazette. Like Lacazette it? No one ever says, "Oh, he was a bastard." Or he was this that. Like, he's a he's a nice person. But unfortunately, we need more than nice people. We we need footballers on the pitch. And I just feel that his time had just come to an end. And there wasn't for me enough goal scoring threat from Lacazette. You know the amount of times that he would be one-on-one with goalkeeper and shoot wide or shoot over or shoot at the goalkeeper. That's not what we want. We want someone to stick the ball in the back of the net. Sorry, Danny, go
1: No, I'm waving hello to VJ.
0: Oh. <laughs> yeah, so for me, I, you know, five seasons, one FA Cup. Is that successful? Mm, who knows? But, yeah, I think that I'm happy for his time there. You know, he doesn't dictate his price tag. You know, he never said, I am worth this, that and the other. I kind of blame Arsene Wenger for that because we could have got him this season before for about £10 million less, didn't we? And we didn't pull the trigger for some unknown reason because Mr <clears throat> Arsene wanted him and then the season after, you know, added like £10 million or £15 million to his price tag. So, yeah, what can you say? Like, thanks for the memories, but, you know, um, Au revoir. Take yeah, take care. <laughs> like it's, they, no, one, no one will ever have a bad word to say about him, but
1: I just like, think Like Noza says here, for me, the fact the French national team still plays Giroud ahead of Lacquer says it all. Giroud has just won the title, as we all know, with AC Milan, and he's 35 years old. Giroud was 31 last week. I mean, the bloke's playing like he's he's 38 years old. And remember, someone said, I don't know who it, who it was, but someone said um, on a podcast in January, maybe February, what will come first, Lacazette's ne- next Premier League goal or Lacazette leaving the club? And we all laughed and thought, what a stupid thing to say. Yeah, he didn't <laughs> score a goal when he left the club. That is that is so sad.
0: Yeah, but like um, Gunnar's pod said, time for an, it's football, time for an upgrade. You know, send that... Sentiment has no place in football, and that's how we got ourselves into trouble for many, many years. You know, let's give them another contract. Let's just keep them there. Let's just keep them around and see what happens. Those times, I think now we need to just move on and kind of be a little bit ruthless. Um, you know, maybe we'll, we did want to stay on with on less money, and you know, just to take a, a back step. But Obviously, he doesn't want to do that. He's going to go to Leon. He may, I don't know, he may start or not. Like, I think it's, I don't know if this is a direct quote, but I think it's a bit cheeky for him to say, I want to play in the Champions League. Like, don't we all <laughs> exactly? But if you can't even score goals in the Premier League, like, how are you looking to go and play in the Champions League? But you know what? If he's got ambition, then go be it. If he thinks that he may go to Leon score a few goals and maybe get a look in for the French national squad. I can't see it personally myself. Like, I don't think Deschamps likes him at all. But, you know, while he's playing in France, if he's playing a week in, week out, and Deschamps looks at him and he gets, so I don't know, between now and November, I don't know, six, seven, eight goals, he may get a look in. Personally, like I said, I can't see it at all. Not with Benzema, Mbappe and Giroud as your three strikers that you're probably going to take to the World Cup. I can't see him, but maybe he's got ambition. But you know what? There's nothing wrong with ambition, nothing at all. But for me, just I don't want to speak bad of Lacazette, like but I just don't think at the time what we need. we needed a goal scorer and sadly he wasn't that for us. And I don't know why, because like I said, it's not like he can't find a net because in France he was banging goals in. But I just think that the, the pace of the Premier League, it, it shows to some people they think they can come over and do it. And I just think with Lacazette, he could not do it in, in the Premier League. But, you know, like I said, thanks for the memories. He scored some really good goals, some important goals. You know, I, from my memories, the springs to when we beat Wolves this season. Um that goal was really important for us because it gave us belief that to think that we would make top four. Um, the goal against Tottenham two seasons ago when he made it, I think it was like 3 1, uh, when he scored with his left foot, that was a, a really good goal. He scored another goal against Tottenham, a volley, I believe, that was a fantastic goal, and also, uh, I want to one against Liverpool where he kind of Rounded, like a few players and scoring in the top corner. That's the Lacazette like we wanted, but we, that was, sadly, few and far between that we got from Lacazette. Like we didn't get that constantly, and I think that ultimately was his downfall.
1: He ended up being our 33, 33rd highest goal scorer with 71 goals, same as Ray Kennedy. One behind Lundberg on 72, Um, then there's a few others, Sanchez, 80, Perez, 84, Aubameyang, 92, and uh, it's going to be a shame. And he'll go there, like you said, he'll go back to France and he will he's still got three or four good years on him. He's never really was a player that relies on pace. But when, like, I think it sums it up perfectly, Carl, where you said he was missing open goals. He didn't have that killer instinct. He changed the style of play. He'd become, I mean, seven assists for a striker this season is pretty decent. But even when you try and stat pad that and go, well, that's uh, four goals and seven assists, that's 11 goal involvements. No, I don't like goal involvements. You score goals or you get assists, one or the other. And yeah, he really didn't even really do much of that after. Um, who else are we going to look at? I mean,
0: once it's done on the striker thing, um, it, though it's not been officially announced yet, it's uh, Nketiah's supposed to have signed a new contract. But no, it's not been announced
1: yet. Um are you happy with Nketiah staying, Danny? Yes. I do like the boy. Uh, he's... Uh, Is a Hale-End product, and we've seen for the England under-21s that the Balogun-Smith-Rowe thing is working perfectly. He scored three goals in his last two games. Two of them were assisted by Smith-Rowe. All of these lads all grew up together. That's part of the reason why why ABW is such a a nice place to be, because we're all friends. Now, we all would probably be all right on other podcasts, but we get on better together as a group of 13 of us, uh, because because we, we've been doing it for years. And so when you've got other players, and we might be able to bring in other players at the same kind of level as Eddie, but you've got to look at the fact that Eddie and Smith-Rowe and Saka and, uh, all, and maybe even Rhys Nelson and, and uh, Maitland-Niles and a few others, they've all been hailing boys as we keep going on about. And that has got a little bit of something extra um, synergy when, when you've been playing together since the age of 15, 16, 17. Uh, I have got a list somewhere of the number of games that the Smith Row and Sacrana all played together at various levels, but that's too boring for anybody to care about. But yes yeah, it's, it's, it's nice to have him there. We saw at the end of last season oh, all those bloody onions. Don't put onions in food, you scumbags. Uh, that that he was he could he scored two goals against Chelsea, uh, he scored against Leeds. I remember saying towards the end of the season I'm not sure if he only scores goals against teams that have let him down because he was at <laughs> Chelsea at Chelsea and then he was on loan at Leeds and both didn't work out but we definitely saw that he has something that we didn't have at the end of the season and for um and for to be at a drop lacazette who was only 30 um 30 at the time I think he was yeah Towards the end of the season, he's still thirty. To drop your forty-seven million pound thirty-year-old striker and give him no more chances and play Eddie for the rest of the season, I think that shows that the that shows the belief in him from Arteta that he wanted and that he's going to sign the new contract. But did you say it's a hundred grand a week?
0: Well, that's been reported, isn't it? It's been oh, like, um, no, like the thing is today's today's hundred grand is genuinely. Um, yesterday's 20 grand. like it's That's nothing these days with the price of inflation. And we won't get onto politics at the moment. But yeah, it, it, it's nothing. But if you think to yourself, if you tie down to a five-year contract and um, he's uh, an English, uh, under-21 international English as well, which is, you got to pray for the English premium as well. Because remember, we've got to meet our quota. And I don't know how many uh, English players we have to, to meet our quota. I'm sure someone can count it up, but um, and I think Eddie is a good backup striker. Personally, he's not a main striker, never will be a main striker, and I still would like. We can't
1: say never, can we? We can't really say never.
0: Well, at the moment, yeah. within the next, not this year coming, yeah, or the season after, would I want Arsenal to still buy two strikers this summer? Yes, one hundred percent. Still like asking to buy two strikers this summer. I make any any third choice. Whether you can pay someone a hundred grand and make them third choice, I don't know. Uh, and whether whatever Arteta and Edu have said to him, where they said, you know what, we are looking at a main striker. We're not going to lie, but you'll be the second striker. They're going to lie to him. I don't know. I still want Arsenal to have three strikers personally, um, because if you're looking at this season, which is going to be the most fucked up season in the world, like it's going to be worse than two, um, 2020 season and 2021. This season's going to be so weird because we're gonna games are going to come thick and fast because we're going to have um Premier League games every single um UEFA Cup game or Europa League sorry, uh, game back to back. It's six weeks in a row, isn't it? Like they play they're playing them six weeks to get them all done before the World Cup starts. Then you're going to have the League Cup. Then you're going to have the break for the World Cup. Then when you come back, you straight into the Christmas period, which is, as everyone knows, Christmas period is ridiculous, comes thick and fast. And then you're still going to have the knockout games for the Europa. Then you're going to have, the if we make it through, the League Cup, FA Cup, and then the remainder of the League games. So personally, I think that you are going to need a big I say big squads, hopefully during the Europa League knockout games, if we get like FC carrier bag or something from
1: France, we can play the kids. Um But well, I think now that you've got the Europa Conference League, those shit teams that we played before in the middle of nowhere, they are going to be in the Europa Conference League. I don't think we're going to get as many of them. We're going to get more teams that are really decent, that are half decent.
0: So Maybe you can bludge your kids in there, but it depends, again. It depends on who, um, in who, on who we get. But even well, if Charles what? So
1: Charles Watt was saying today on his YouTube channel that um, Charlie Patino isn't going out on loan. Doesn't look like he's going out on loan this year, this season, or the first half of the season, and that he might be used for the Europa League games. Now we saw that with some of our other young men. You play the group stage of the Europa League games, and then in the January window, you go out on loan. So possibly that's what he might be doing with them. But I think he said he wants a, a squad of 22 outfield players and three goalkeepers. And we are, when you look at the number of players that have been talked about that are leaving, we need to get seven players in.
0: Yeah. And we're still, obviously, we've got an, um, an abundance of people out alone, which we'll definitely catch up on. Um, just want to talk about the goalkeeper situation, Danny, since you brought it up. I mean, Leno, there's so many rumours about him leaving, but there's not... Many, there's not been that many rumors that I've heard or read about so far. I mean, I, I've got no doubt that he's going to leave. I don't know whether we keep him because he's got two years left in his contract, hasn't he? Or this is One. no, this is last year, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, or coming up. So he, he's definitely probably more than likely going to leave. Um, if he does leave, how would you rate his time
1: at Arsenal? Oh, that's another good question. Um, I would say the fact that he did, he did to pet a check what Ramsdale did to him, where he came in as the understudy and then beginning of this a little way into the season went, no, uh, you're out. And so he's been the the, the the so professional. He's only played four Premier League games this season, one FA Cup, three League Cup. That's it. And one other. They like, say he's played eight, but that only adds up to... Oh, it doesn't eight. So he's played eight games this season. Last season, he played 49. I mean, that's a hell of a drop. And, and remember, these players don't play... And they don't go and play the reserve games, which is the under 21 games. Um, he hasn't played, I think he played one game for Germany in 2021. So, Locus virtually played no football for an entire season. And when he did come in, I think he came in and he did well. Personally, I think he should have played a little bit more because Ramsdale has been um, a little bit suspect at times this season, he's got a little bit carried away. He's uh it's like parents' evening at times when your parents are at the school and you start showing off because your parents are there. That's how Ramsdale has been—been been a little bit erratic coming out of the box and doing stuff. So, I'd like to have seen him playing more games. There's no way that Leno can stay at Arsenal. He's—he um, was 30 in March. He's got probably another five or six years left in him. Going back to Germany would probably be a good idea. But there was links of him going to—I think it was Benfica or Sporting Lisbon or no, it might have been Benfica. Um, saying that they're after a new goalkeeper and he was possibly going to go there. I thought that had all been announced and done, but apparently no news yet. But things aren't going to get done. Like the Lacazette deal, he can he can say he's going to sign for whoever he wants, but until the 1st of July, I don't think he can. The, the contracts, your contract with Arsenal is up until the 1st of July. I think usually it's the 1st of June, but it might have been slightly longer because last season it went on, the season went on into July. So... I'm sure that I read somewhere that the usual 1st of June expiry is now the 1st of July for, for for a lot of players. Could be wrong. They might have got that completely wrong. But yeah, what do you think about him? Because I think he's far too good to be a backup to Ramsdale. Uh, he, he can't be a backup. He, he needs
0: to play week in, week out. And I think he made some... The problem is, you know when a goalkeeper makes mistakes, it's quite high profile. And you, you never forget when a goalkeeper makes mistakes.
1: Yeah, that's, that's what Seaman he... says, isn't it?
0: Yeah, when you made the um, the first game of the season when we lost to Brentford and, you know, the whole him coming out and not claiming the ball. he, I personally think that Leonard's quite soft. I do. I think he's, you touch him, he's got that mentality. You touch him, he goes down because goalkeeper's rules. He doesn't command his area. His reaction saves are good. I remember when he played against Chelsea and that reaction save against Dukaku. Um, brilliant, absolutely brilliant absolutely world-class. But I just think, I think someone mentioned it here, he lacks concentration sometimes and you want him just to do better. And I think he's quite small for a goalkeeper as well. I'm sure, I don't even think he's six foot. I'm sure he's not. But do I mark it as successful? Again, you know, playing with him, we got us to a Europa League final conceded four goals but um, you know we are where we are with that um, I don't mind Leno I don't mind him at all but I don't think he should be a, a number two goalkeeper he has to go he's six foot three is he? No, he doesn't look it even, I, even no, in I
1: thought, about, I thought about six foot
0: even in person doesn't look six foot three but okay um, yeah so it's hard with Leno. Um, there's, like I said, he. I think when he makes mistakes, they're always clangers. Like, they're always massive, massive, massive mistakes. Um, so, and you have to, I guess, it's, it, yeah, it's hard. It's hard to think about whether Leno is successful or not. I don't think he's been bad, but I don't think he's been excellent either. Um, he's definitely... He definitely needs to improve, but at 30... What is he? 30? 30? Leno. Yeah.
1: Yeah, so he was 30 in March.
0: Yeah, so he's 30. How much more are you going to improve? But, you know, if, if he goes and we get... I think if we get anything close to 10 million for Leno, I personally think that that's really good. For someone with one year left on their contract... He's a proven international. He's not bad, but I think yeah, anything north of ten million, I think is 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 very very good. And all the teams
1: that. in other, other countries that haven't got much money, have they?
0: That's the thing. No one's got any money. I mean, sidetrack a little bit. Barcelona want Lewandowski, and they're having to move heaven and earth to try and get him, and take to, still telling their players to take um, still telling their players to take a fifty percent. Less wages, so yeah, who knows, but yeah. I, 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 Leonard's just one of them unassuming characters. He come in, he's done a job. Ramsdale came in, you know. You don't, like I said, I was especially with him, signed Ramsdale. You don't sign a 25 million pound goalkeeper to put him on a bench, you, you mm-hmm. sign to start him. And I think the writing was on the wall as soon as we paid Norfolk 20 million for Ramsdale. But like you said, Danny, I think towards the end of the season, Ramsdale was, I think, starting to believe his own hype. You know, he, he done very well mid-season of the season, and I think he started to believe that he was, you know, crime Neuer and he made some mistakes as well. And I think the lot, I mean, I know we were chasing top four, and so maybe there wasn't a chance to bring him in, but I personally would have dropped Ramsdale just for a little bit, just to say, look, you're not invincible. But even next season, I know next season we've got the American goalkeeper coming in, um, but let's talk about him going alone as well. So he's another goalkeeper on the cards as well to buy that. We just don't know about. True. So it could be one thing, because I know some of the goalkeepers that we have um, in the reserves, I don't think they're quite good enough yet. I, I think they're decent, but I just can't see them you know, making the step up yet, but you never know. People go on pre-season and they may do well. Arteta may say, do you know what? We'll keep you in the first team squad. So we'll see what happens.
1: How about the Watford keeper? Um, what was his name? I always get, there's two of them. There's one at Southampton and there's one at Watford. I always get the both of them mixed up. You mean Ben Foster? That's it. There's one's Forster, one's Foster. I'm no idea. Isn't he meant to be leaving? And, uh, We've been linked to him coming to Arsenal because it's a, their training gown is right next next door to ours and he says that he'd like to come and play for Arsenal. Do we, is that something we'd look at? Because I'm just looking at his... Um, yeah, find He's going He's like
0: 36 or something like
1: that. I can't even find him.
0: Yeah, I don't even... Is he um, at Watford? Pardon? Is he at Watford? Yeah, Ben Foster. Fraser Foster, just time for Spurs today. Oh, did he? Yeah, so the one from Southampton, Fraser Forster. Yeah, he's signed for Spurs today.
1: Well, I'm um, looking at Watford. And it's not he's not there. Yeah, because he might have left. Oh, he has left. He's been released, has he? 30th of June 2022, apparently, was when players all get released. That's the, the date according to this. Bloody hell, Watford have let go about 25 players. Andre Gray, decent player. Ah, Ben Foster, here we go. It was thirty nine in April. Huh. Yeah, I, I can't.
0: I, I very. I. I honestly can't see that. There's more chance of Chris saying that French football <laughs> shit than him I'm coming convinced. to uh, to Arsenal.
1: But again. He's played 26 league games this season, 23 last in the championship, 38 and 38 in the two Premier League seasons before that. So it's not like he, he's done a Richard Wright where he's gone to Man City or gone to a big club and then sat on the bench for six years. He's played 126 games in in four seasons for Watford. So, And, and he's good you. mate, sydney with Ramsdale. He had him on – Ramsdale was on his podcast, wasn't he?
0: And I hear you, but again – there's no sentiment in football. How many goals has he conceded? And yes, he's been playing for Watford, but
1: two million uh,
0: exactly. Like,
1: we
0: <laughs> but saying that, how many goals did Ramsdale concede? So you know, um,
1: a little bit less.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, I, I personally can't see it. But you know what? If we need a third goalkeeper to sign for the English numbers, to you know, because we obviously you need English players. If you're going to come in and like someone said to Richard Wright to say, come in, sign for us, but you will never play for us ever. Like, I think Richard Wright signing for Man City in five seasons I think he's played like three games. So and the the only reason why they signed him was literally to keep his (laughs) to to keep their English quota of players up. So, yeah, I, I can't see Ben Foster coming to us and Turner, the goalkeeper that's coming in. I mean, if he comes in and stays, brilliant. And, he, you know, he'll probably play the um, Europa League and the League Cup games and give Ramsdale a day off. But I do think Ramsdale needs to be challenged because him just thinking, I'm number one, I'm never going to beat this place. So no matter what mistakes I make, I'm always going to play. I think that needs to change
1: personally myself. Good. Hello, <laughs> like waffles. For that's what we need. Watford cast off. That will get us Champions League. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we haven't had Mr. Waffles on here for a while. He's um, he's he's built himself a guitar. He's built himself a new uh, desk for his where he does his podcasting from. I say podcasting when he does it with us. And he's been he's been quite disgruntled with life. He even had his hair down the other day in his Instagram. He's a good-looking fellow, but Vladio, he needs to be taken to the sheep shearers. Oh God. Oh
0: gosh, gosh, yes, Danny, Carl, did you know that we've been linked to a Manchester City player? Shut up! Because um, well,
1: they're all going to come. Oh, they're all going to come here, aren't they? Especially we, if you double their bloody wages. <laughs> but Danny, the thing is, not just one Manchester City player, mm. two
0: Manchester City players,
1: or well, two and a half. Keep going. There's rumors Sterling swap for oh, Saka. That means not fucking coming. Um, <laughs> Gabriel
0: Jesus, Mm. those rumours don't seem to be going away. So I think the likelihood of us signing him is probably about 70%. But as normal, when Arsenal are interested in the player and someone's leaked it because clearly the agent wants to run up his price to get him more wages, apparently Real Madrid are now interested and Spurs apparently are interested. Um, So there's all these clubs kind of the woodwork saying they're interested, which I personally think is agent talk. All agent talk just to run up his price of a player. Um, what do you think of if we did sign him? And it looks like there's a high probability that we might sign him. Um, what, do you, what would your reaction be to us signing him?
1: Um, it's a statement of intent where you're buying players that are better than anything you've got at the moment, um, which is very important. I'm always m- we were paying a bum young three hundred and fifty thousand. No, no, we two hundred eighty thousand pound a week. We we're playing Urzel three hundred and fifty grand a week. Meanwhile, this bloke's got four Premier League titles in six seasons, and he's on a hundred grand a week. That that just shows players will go for a lot less money to a club if that club's successful, which is why we're having to pay them a uh, hell of a lot of money. Looking, oh, we have got someone new here. A name I don't recognise, uh, Jack. Pomfret. If we get a goalkeeper who is pretty solid, get Sam Johnson from West Brom, if he is happy to take a second spot. Free transfer as well. Wasn't he, isn't he a England goalkeeper, Carl? I'm he sure is. there's bloody hell. Yeah, I didn't know that. That's a good spot, Jack. Uh looking at his stats, um, there's two strikers. There's, uh, I'd like him. He's only 25. He was 25 in April, 19 goals in 56 for Brazil. Not mucking around there. Is uh we've got we like my mum always says, Carl, and I'm sure your mum says it's the same thing. You can never have enough Gabriels at a football club, can you?
0: My mum's always said that.
1: Good, that's what I thought. Uh, this season in the Premier League, 28 in eight in 28. Last season, nine in 29. But this has been when Man City don't play over a striker, do they? Um, yeah. season before that, 14 in 34, 7 in 29, 13 in 29, 7 in 10. I remember when they first signed him and he was banging in the goals. <laughs> uh, yes, when if we play him, we'll be playing him as a striker. Remember, when we were linked to him and everyone's going, He doesn't really score goals, and then he went on that bout of scoring. Loads yeah, of goals. He
0: <laughs> that ultimate game, didn't <laughs> <me>? <laughs>
1: Thought, oh hello he's done more in that one game than Lacazette has done in the entire bloody season <laughs> so I think the gist of it is yes he is young, he's hungry and he's got the experience of winning stuff experience in the Champions League and I don't see how it couldn't work and if he only wants 200 grand a week which is I think the maximum we're going to pay anybody because we've had our fingers burnt before it's uh, it's it has to be done I may not like having other teams. You have to question someone. Why are you uh, why are you coming to Arsenal? And then they signed Haaland. And we went, ah, now we see why you're coming to Arsenal. I mean,
0: yeah, he knows that he's, his game time at Manchester City is going to be absolute minimal with Haaland coming in. You know, they're either going to play Haaland as an out-and-out striker. And they've also signed another one from Brazil, haven't they? I can't remember his name. But they've signed, like, two strikers and this one that they signed from Brazil is meant to be like the shit, like Man City. Yeah, he signed. another uh, striker. He's meant to be like ridiculously good.
1: Quite, um, quite a young man, I think it is. Yeah. Uh, Julian
0: Kayaki? Kay- no, Julian Alvarez.
1: Oh, he's Argentinian. They got him from River Plate, fourteen million quid, okay. and he's Bloody meant hell.
0: to be like ridiculously good. So. I'm surely they're looking at him as his game time is going to be like depleted, 100%. So for me, I think that him coming to Arsenal makes sense. I mean, even if he's going to Real Madrid, let's be very honest, are you going to start in front of Benzema? No, you're not. Um, are you going to start? in front of the other striker, I not his name now, the other striker. No, you're not. So you come to Arsenal, and you come to Arsenal, and you say, you are going to be the main man. No, we are not in the Champions League. But with you, we will get there. Last season, we missed out because we didn't have a striker. You are the missing piece to our jigsaw. And then people will be like, oh, okay, you know what? We'll get it. And if you talk about doubling his wages, let's just say he's on 100 grand. And you say someone... You know what? We will double your wage. From one to, t- I mean, put it so no footballers flipping, struggling at the moment, <laughs> not signing their money not with their money. But let's face it, like if you're saying to someone, come to London, and London's still a big draw, you know, no matter what, it's still London. So you say to him, you can either sit on Man City's bench and be third choice striker, or come to Arsenal and be first choice striker. Like you will play. Week in, week out, you will be the main man at Arsenal. What would you like to do? I'm very sure he's going to come to Arsenal. Um, whether other teams, that like he's not going to go to Spurs. Let's be very honest. Even if Spurs are in the Champions League, are you're you're going to play second fiddle to Harry Kane? Like you're not going to start and and Huming Song as well. So come to Arsenal, get us into the Champions League, and you will win a trophy because. If we go balls out for the Europa League, I think there's a chance that we will win it. But who knows? And you've got the Brazilian connection as well there with Gabriel Jesus and Martellani as well. So hopefully when they're away on international duty, surely they must be tapping them up and saying, Yeah, come to us, come to us, come to us. Like I personally think things like that are probably already done. I'm sure Arteta would have phoned. Martinelli and and Gabriel, and said to them, Oh, just have a little word tonight to see if he's interested. Because I'm sure as soon as we agree terms with Manchester City, there's no doubt that he's signing. He's going to agree personal terms. I'm I'm sure he is. But I think there's just, I've seen um, reports that we're like 10 million off. I think they're trying to want something like 55 to 65 million, and we're willing to pay 40. And considering he's only got one more year left in his contract as well, we shouldn't pay too much. I mean, for me, Danny, I think 40 to 45 million is an even price for someone who one year left on their contract. Don't you?
1: Yes, I do. That's uh that'll be a pretty good deal. look There's this website called capology.com and they have verified finances and, uh, jesus's finances have been it's got a little tick saying it's been verified he's on 90 grand a week he's on uh i think 9.36 million no it's not no, that's the other category 4.6 million a year and he is the 17th highest earner at man city at the moment that's i think so if that. you uh How's that there? Oh, annual. No, hold on. Let me change that to annual. De Bruyne is on 20 million. Grealish, 15. Raheem, 15. John Stone's 13. And you go all the way down to Gabriel Jajus, who is on 4.6. So he's about the 13th highest. 90 grand a week. He knows his future is done. He's still young enough to make a hell of a difference at a club. And like I said, he'll be starting all the important big games. And we have got a bloody good chance of winning stuff. So I like it.
0: Yeah, I, I think he'll come in and if he's sharing the pain with... I mean, you think if you're a defender and you've had Gabriel Jesus running at you all game and then you could bring on someone like Eddie Nketiah, who, again, is someone who runs, runs and runs, you're going to think, flipping hell. Um I do still think that we, we really need a tall striker like, because with the amount of crosses that flipping Suarez and um, Kieran Tierney put in the box, you, you mm-hmm. need like a, a tall striker. We've been linked to uh, a tall striker. I can't remember his name. Is it Nunes, I want to say? Um, the one that plays for oh. in uh, Portugal.
1: Yeah, Darwin Nunes.
0: Yeah, so we've been linked to him as well. But I think there's a plethora of clubs that have been linked to him. I think Liverpool have
1: been linked to him. Yeah, that's the ones today I was reading. the one They want him.
0: Yeah, so I us face it. If you're picking between Arsenal and Liverpool... Even as an Arsenal supporter, I think I know what I'd rather go. But um
1: hashtag Haman here. Um, ECW rules, by the way. Uh, it doesn't. I didn't like ECW, but you know what I mean. Uh, I've got I've got hundreds of WWF trading cards, all from the eighties and nineties. I'm flogging them all on eBay, people. Anybody need? Look at these, Carl. I've got about hundred packs of Top Trumps that I collected from the seventies and eighties. These two little beauties. One's the World Cup one, and one's does top trumps that one loads of them i've got i've got packets of stickers carl i found 49 packs the last pack available ever on youtube on ebay went for about 27 quid so i've put you mine up for 75 75 quid a pack some, <laughs> 49
0: of them there's some collector out there that would bite your hand off i still haven't
1: really rude them, but bite your hand off for it yeah. True. Let's get back to the football. Right? The other we we need. Do you agree? Big man, little man is the best way to go forward when it comes to strikers. You need one of each, don't we? A big man, little I, man, and an Eddie.
0: I think so. I hundred percent think so because if you, you know, like I said, you think of Suarez and Kiantini, How much time they just pump crosses into the box? And sometimes you know what you need to go long. Like sometimes you really do just uh, go long and make sure that people have a different um, different way of playing against us because it's very easy to play against Arsenal, isn't it? If you isolate their striker, it's very, very easily to play against us. So I personally think if we did have a big striker who you pump balls into the box and then you have a runner, like people wouldn't know how to play against us. So that's what I feel we need. And like you said, then a Anedi coming on and doing
1: something different it, we need that plus Jesus plus, can play in, can play wings which is important yeah. Eddie can play wings but he's not that not brilliant at it but he's uh, an up-and-coming young player but they said so the two main strikers that we've been list- linked to that are both huge is uh, the one I really I mean we all love Tammy Abrahams apparently he's a gooner I didn't know that they were talking Darren Bent was talking I've started listening to talk sport again because Darren oh, Bent's really on hype. there got Manchester Rovers boy grew up in Huntington just like I did um and uh, Yeah, so he was saying, hey, Tammy Abraham's is a gooner. That is lovely. But during England, when England were training uh, last week, you could hear audio of him doing training, and he went up to Terrence Trent Darby and said, "Uh, I'll be joining you lot next season, or something along those lines. You can actually sit here and see what he said. So we were linked to him. He's had a magnificent season at Roma. And like Hashtag Heyman says here, go for... Skamaka, I've watched him play for Genoa and Swazolo. He's a really good striker, similar in a mould to Ibrahimovic, but agile too. Someone that the ball can stick to and a threat in the air. Now we all know about my love for Serie A football. He is a cross between Giroud and Ibrahimovic. He is a an evil bastard. Anyone who's got their necks tattooed all the right way around their windpipe, you know not to fuck with him. He's six foot five. He's three. I think he's thirty not three years old. He's thirty. He's twenty-three years old, six foot five. So he's still a growing lad. This season in Serie A, for he's on loan from Swasolo. He's had four seasons on loan. This season with Genoa, eight in twenty-six. Last season in Serie B with Escoli, nine in Um, thirty-three. I'm reading the seasons back to front. This season with Swasolo, but the last season he was on loan and on loan the season before that. Uh, Five games through Italy, hasn't scored yet, but people just go into, go into YouTube and look at some of the stuff he does. He is, it's almost like playing um, uh, sensible soccer. The ball is stuck to his foot. And when he's got a massively powerful shot to him, he's great in the air. He's really quick for a bloke who is uh, so tall. He's XG. I think his XG. I was reading is something like 4.5 has shots from all over the place. He looks like someone who loves his football, but, he is never leaving Italy. He's ne- If he gets a chance to go to Inter Milan, Inter Milan look like they're about to get uh, Dybala Di- from Juventus because his contract is up. But there again, uh, Inter Milan look like they might be trying to offload. Um, oh, I should know this. Is that my team I support? The Argentinian up front. Little bloke. Uh, scored, scored loads of goals. they looking linking him to Spurs because Conti's manager of Spurs and he was manager of um, Inter at the time. So there's a whole roundabout, you know, the old Bale move and then we get Ozil and then all these others move. They're I'm waiting also, for the trick. Huh?
0: I also looking to try and get back Lukaku as well.
1: Who, Inter Milan or yeah, Spurs? So.
0: Um, not Spurs. Um, Inter Milan. Inter because apparently he's that like, desperate to leave Chelsea. Yeah. I you know, don't understand why anyone well, we would want to go back to Chelsea, but yeah, like, he's so yeah. desperate to leave, he's contacted their president and said, "Please, like, come and get me." Um, so it's even that's a, a, another roundabout way because if they leave, if they leave, sorry, he...
1: what's that? No,
0: the person's back on YouTube, like being a prick.
1: Oh, uh, that thing. Do you know how to block it? Yeah, I've done it. Oh, they're sex tapes. Oh, hold on. Let me go click on that before, you, before I go. You can block them now. I've got the link.
0: <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, so even that's going to be, I think it's going to be a very massive merry-go-round. But you're forgetting that not many teams have got money. Like Italian teams don't have money. Yeah. So you think that Chelsea paid £100 million for Lukaku. They are, Inter Milan are in no way, shape or form, Going to pay a hundred million pounds for Lukaku back, like it's, it's never going to happen, like, not in a million years is it going to happen. I don't even think they'll pay 50 million for him. Because if you think, like you said, they're getting debarred, why would they need um Lukaku as well?
1: I think they'll try and flog, um, everyone's putting in here Latour Martinez, hell of a player. Uh, I think they're trying to flog him. Maybe try and flog into Spurs for 70, 80, 90 million. But then again, why would any striker go to Spurs when you've got Kane and Son there? So who knows? But if they do, if it'd be often when, um, like we saw with, uh, who was that bloke? The um, Torres, when he left Liverpool to go to Chelsea, complete failure. And they ended up loaning him out, loaning him out, and then get rid of him back to Atletico. And Atletico immediately loaned him out to AC Milan for a two year loan. So it'd just be one of those jobs where they'll try and defer most of his wages and their amortisation of his weight of his value and keep writing it off. But, yeah, if they can afford to do that because they're not going to have, unless their club get bought, they're not going to have the money to go and buy loads of players, are they?
0: No, it's, uh, I think it's so funny, and I think the whole Chelsea thing as well because with them, don't know how much they're going to be able to spend as well. It's, you know, normally, if Arsenal are in for a player and Chelsea are in for a player, they'll just automatically outbid us because of their Russian money. Not even allegedly anymore. I can say it with my chest that with their dirty Russian money. Um, and now, I don't think Chelsea are going to have the power to do that. Even if they have been bought by some American billionaire, he's not going to run the club like Chelsea did because he's not going to have the money to, to do it. <sighs>
1: This is indeed so. Tammy Abrahams is the one that it looks like Roma won't be able to turn down all that money for him. Roma have just let Mikaterian go on a free transfer, I think. They so say he's going to Inter Milan, yeah, and Jose is signing um, Yuman Yuman I can't say them words, Yuman So that sounds like some kind of newfangled tyre for mountain bikes. Um, they've signed he signed for Roma on a free that's the third time that um, uh, Jose has signed him. And so they're moving players around. Let's
0: uh, yeah, talk of him going to um, to, going to PSG. Because who? now he oh. um, runs the club now. So if he says, I want to work for Jose, then,
1: you know, he brings him in. Well, if they want to win that Champions League... And bore everybody to death. At least keep keeps Paris quiet when if he if they do get him. But he is trying to build something there. And he's proved a point by going to Roma, winning the European Conference League, the first ever winners of that. And now he's the first manager ever to win all three trophies in whichever guys they were, like the European Cup and the Champions League are the same thing and and things like that. But my choice, I'd love to see Tammy Abraham at the club. He's English and that's what we love. I mean, not that he's ever going to get a game for England, not while Harry tit-faces stat padding penalties and things. So, uh, I nearly, I nearly blocked, uh, Phil Macca then. That'd have been sad, wouldn't it? Look, if we come and get your naked HD, um, cheaper than Tinder thing, will you go away? If we get 10 of our people, Phil's, this Phil's probably already signed up for it already. That's it. And we know Boblex has signed up for it. And, and that's, um, no, that's not as, uh, Loki's more highbrow than that, I think he is. Um, but what would, what would be your choice if you had to get a big, well, two strikers?
0: Um, Gabriel has definitely. He knows yeah. the Premier League, 100%. And I, I don't claim to know a lot about this Nunez person. Um, so I don't know. But I do think we need a tall striker. I really do, because we can't just play one way, little striker in to feet like it's sometimes we need to go a different way so i definitely if newness is the answer then a hundred percent um
1: yeah he's they're cool. insistent for people at home there's this someone keeps trying to spam the youtube and they got no end of accounts they keep saying <laughs> click on these links ah <sighs> maybe know. we should just go and have a look live on air and uh
0: Maybe it not that because I feel like your computer will shut down and there'll be some sort of virus and, you know, we don't want all your naked pictures being leaked over the internet because some of us are an OnlyFans with your naked pictures. And...
1: Well, there's only two. That's, that's all the internet can handle. Wow. Uh, yeah, so I'd go for Jesus and Abraham as well. And all we need now is to get Victor Moses back and we'll have the gang back together.
0: Oh, God, could you imagine? <laughs>
1: Oh dear. So what other positions? Um, we think definitely we need a centre
0: mid, don't we? We need a centre mid, 100%. And Yuri tillman seems to be the person who we're being linked to as well. Um, there's talk of he's only got one year left on his contract as well. Arsenal are doing very really well, aren't they? They're targeting players with one year left on the contract to see if they're getting it for cheap. Now I'm seeing that there's talk of Yuri Tielemann coming to Arsenal for, I think about, 25 million, which for me, that a fair price. Um, what do you think of Yuri coming to Arsenal?
1: From what I've seen, he's a lot. Um, oh, I'm just uh, just going through our YouTube because I'm not looking at it. I have to go through the YouTube and un, and and allow any uh, any messages. So there's just been a few in there. I'm just allowing them. Oh, there's uh, there's one from Tom. Go on, boys. If you signed Jesus? They should uh. Is there any better advice you could receive than you should shoot more? YouTube blocked that. What absolute scumbags. It's anyway. Shoot, I guess. Huh? Probably because of the word shoot in it. Oh, for fuck's sake. Um, sorry about that, Tom, if you're still there. Uh, good show tonight. Uh, Dan Potts has got a new um, YouTube channel talking about Premier League football, and Tom was on there. It's very good. Listen to the whole thing. Um, so, Telemans, again... Uh, I've been back and watched. I, you know, I download all of our games after we played them, so I've got most of this season's games in either seven twenty or ten eighty HD. And so sometimes I go back and I've been watching them and looking at them. And uh, I've been, I, I like him. I like the way he plays. I don't, I don't know if he played against us both times this season, but he is the, you know, the, the way we when we when. Party came and joined us. Party was meant to be the one playing slightly ahead of Xhaka. Then partway through this season, Arteta went, oh, no, we're going to change that. Party's playing deep. Xhaka can play a little bit further forward. And that um, was a kind of revelation for the team. And we went on some really good runs. So if Tehillemans comes in, from what I've uh, been listening to other pods and things, that he will go in the more advanced role. So that being the Xhaka role, he's really good at getting forward, scores a decent amount of goals. I'm just, I've just. got his page up here. He's only 25 years old. He's only 25 in May, born in Belgium. He plays for the Red Devils, apparently, as they're called. found out that today. Uh, this season, six goals in 32, last six in 38. Uh, we wanted to sign him when he left Anderlecht. I heard that on a podcast as well. But then he went to Monaco. He was there for a season and a half. Then Leicester got him on loan. And again, we were linked to him then. And now, so third time we've been linked to him, and I think he wants to come. And he is the kind of player, I think when we have him in the team, we won't have to have Erdegaard going as deep to get the ball. Erdegaard can do more of the stain in the, the, the golden area the uh, and, and do more magic there. So he won't have to drop deeper and go get the ball. And we don't have to worry about Xhaka coming forwards and getting in trouble. But um, Charles Watts did say that his tracking back has been an issue at times have you heard about him
0: yeah didn't he give away something stupid like six penalties <laughs> we need that with him and jack are on the pitch I know, like, i'm know, sure i sure he's he's giving away a fair few lot of penalties which um is is very worrying but i guess if you've got the back four and then you've got Partey behind you i mean i'm not saying i don't want him to track back at all because he clearly does. It's a midfielder. You have to get back. But if you've got like Partey, then the back four behind you and the goalkeeper, you're thinking maybe that might be enough. I mean, again, Granite Xhaka for me, could we upgrade Granite Xhaka? Yes. Is Granite Xhaka a good player? I also think yes. Um, but he does a lot for the team. And this is why not just Yuri Tideman's coming in. And we'll talk about the other player we've been linked to from Man City as well. It is a good fit, but if you're saying that Yuri Tillemans, when you come on the pitch, your job is just to be that number eight and get the ball from Granite Zaka. Sorry, get the ball from Thomas Partey, turn and give the ball to the strikers and or Martin um, Odegaard. We need more than that, but for me, not tracking back is something that you can be coached. Like you can be coached. Hello, like Yuri, get back, get back. And Arteta, as you know, as you've seen Danny, he shouts from the sidelines, nonstop, all game. And I don't think Euro Tournaments will have a chance of not chucking back without Arteta absolutely <laughs> shouting at him to get back. I mean Thomas Partey had a had a back injury and <laughs> he wanted him to get back. So I can't see Yuri getting away with not chucking back. But do you know what? His progressive play is very good and I and I really think that he will change the dynamic of the team because as good as Granite Jacker is, he's very limited in what he can do. And I I feel that he needs to I don't know, just be a bit better at what he does. And I I I honestly do think that Granite Jacker leaves this season um, and that's not saying that he's not, he's not a good player because Granit Xhaka is a, he, he's a leader on the pitch, and that's what I most like about Granite Xhaka that he's he should be our captain right now. Let's be very honest. And he just he was going through it when we had um, Emre there and him telling the fans to fuck off and all sorts. And <laughs> you see it on the pitch when he talks to people, when he sh- like he's constantly talking, constantly, constantly talking to the young players. Um, he's the only one who has the balls to come out and say shit not just like do the whole press conference um, oh yeah we could have played better yeah we played um, we have to ignore it look on to the next game you know that when he came out against, after the Newcastle game and he spoke from the heart he, he literally said what the fuck is going on like this team is good enough to play and they all play badly you know that's what we need we need we don't need like a fear Walcott you know how Theo you always used to be like Never easy to tell the truth, just the whole media trained. Yeah, we didn't play well this game. we got to play better and move on to the next game and see what happens. No, Granit Jacker came out and, and threw people under the bus. People in this team think they're better than they are, and they're not. And that's what we need. And I don't think that there's anyone in the Arsenal team that would probably do that now because we do lack experience. And Granit Xhaka is the person with a lot of experience. He's been through it. He's been he's been to the mountain, he's been to the top, he's been to the bottom. He's, you know, how many people do you know could tell the fans to fuck off and still be at the club three years later? There's not many. There's
1: I mean, no one hard enough, enough to get him out.
0: Yeah, and, and he's still there. So, for me, would I like Granite Xhaka to stay? Yes, I, I I would. I would like a midfield, like four midfielders. Imagine we had Tierman's, Partey, Lekonga, and Granit Xhaka. That, for me, would be good enough for our centre midfield party to play all those games. Because even if you played Lukonga and Granit Xhaka in the Europa League, because you're going to need an experienced person in the Europa League if we're going to play the kids. You know, he's going to guide them. So, I don't know. We'll we'll see. Because every year he's linked to Roma... And every year he ends up staying. Are we going to, you know, we'd also be linked to, I think, Basuma as well, which Josh will be stroking himself to. Mm -hmm. But I think Basuma's got some legal issues to sort out first before I think Mm -hmm. any, uh, any transfer can be finalised with him. I mean, even Basuma, I'd love to get Basuma. Absolutely love him because he's a very good player. But, you know, once he sorted out his legal issues, I think that would be um, that would be better.
1: Phil asks, "How many games will tyranny manage next season?" I'm worried about him. That brings us on to the other um, Scottish fallback. Um, is it Aaron Aaron Hickey or something Hickey?
0: Yes, um, the person from um, but, Bologna. But, yeah, um, I like it. So. Um, I went all hipster and I did oh. watch. So I watched a Bologna game on TV. It was on um, one of my streams. I can't remember you who know, fame. And I just thought, you know what? I'm going to watch this person. I'm going to literally, don't care about the other, I'm just going to watch him. This man does get up and down the pitch 100%. He really does. Aaron. Yeah, he gets up and down the pitch. And then I went on YouTube and I thought, let me see what he does. Like, Let's show the good compilations of him, of you know, of YouTube. Um, I, from the game I saw one game, and from the one game that I've seen, and the YouTube compilations of him, I would like him to come to Arsenal. Aaron, so for me, Kieran Tierney is a liability. Kieran Tierney is never ever going to give you more than 25 games a season. Danny, can you see how many? quickly just see how many games he's played since he signed for us how many games he's played for us all competition because I don't
1: I personally don't think he's played
0: more than 30 games a season for us
1: 24 38 25 oh sounds like a nice girl <laughs> wow that's a, a shocker! 38 games but I would oh, say was over, his... was
0: over 2020 season when we had that massive break and then he managed to recoup from his injury
1: <laughs> but in his defense Every injury he has is a new one, a different one: right calf, left calf, right ankle, left uh, left shoulder, right shoulder. So uh, I think it's because he's so hard. That's that's the reason.
0: Or because doesn't wrap up properly. That's probably why. But
1: yeah, so for me, I just don't. I'm,
0: yeah, Kieran Tierney is going to be a liability. Nice, he's never ever going to give you like a, in a thirty-eight. You think this season we had no European football? And all he had to do was play 38 league games. We got knocked out the FA Cup first game and uh, the League Cup. Timmy couldn't give us um, a 38 game season. And even when, even when we needed him, you know, at the back end of the season, we really, really needed him. He was injured. Not his fault because you don't plan when you get injured. It happens. Isn't it? shit. But. I just can't... I don't want to get rid of him, but I just don't feel that Tin is going to be the person who we can rely on. Because every game, I believe that he's probably being nursed. Every game he plays, he's probably straight on the treatment room thinking, right, what hurts? What do you need to be iced? Do you need to go into um, the cryo chamber? Do you need a massage? Like I just... Yeah, it's... It's worrying. So I do think we need a backup left-back and we talk about the left-back now. Nunu Tavares, I'll be honest with you, I personally, yeah. if I could I get rid of him. I would get rid of Nunu Tavares tomorrow because I I know people will say he's young, he's raw, he needs coaching. Has anyone seen anything from Nunu Tavares to think that he will be a good left-back? That's why we bought him. We bought him to be a left-back. He's not. He's not good enough to be Arsenal's left-back. If you want to make him Arsenal's wing-back or attacking midfielder on the left, yeah, you could say that's where his strengths are. But tracking back and defending? No, not at all. Not at all. And it's talk of him, him going out on loan and I would love him to go out on loan and absolutely tear it up. I'd love him to go on loan and tear it up. Like, literally play week in, week out and gain experience. And not to he's another confidence person, isn't he? He's a very good, when his confidence is high, he plays well, when his confidence is low. I mean, I don't know if you saw the podcast of him the other day when he was saying that his confidence got knocked. So you could tell that that when he's been, when he got taken off after 30 odd minutes against Nottingham Forest, um, you know, it knocked his confidence. And then when he went off against Crystal Palace as well, at half time, again, knocked his confidence. But, for me, he just needs to play week in, week out. I'd love him to go to a, I don't know, a Southampton, playing the Premier League because I, I don't like when players go abroad to play like um, on loan because even though you're playing on loan, you're not playing against the teams that we're going to be playing against when you come back to Arsenal. So
1: mm.
0: if he does go on loan against, even like a Nottingham Forest, like I can't see him going Nottingham Forest if I'm really
1: honest, but... Not a shithole. Don't go there. How about him as a Demsek says? How about him as a left winger? Because he did look, does look good going forward, doesn't he? Yeah, but then
0: again, he still panics, doesn't he? Like, when he goes <laughs> into the final third, he just, He panics. Like, I don't know. I just. I don't want to just give up faith on Nui Tavares, but I just don't think that he's. I don't know. This whole thing about being Arsenal quality you know, at the moment, is he there? For me, no. And if we got an offer from him, I would bite your hand off for it. I really, really would because I just don't feel that he's... Like Stefan said, he's got no composure. I feel like he just panics or... He just has brain fart moments. You can you could watch games with him, like all of last season, and you can see there's a mistake in every single game he plays. And yes, he's young. I understand. And um, you think to yourself, okay, it can be coached out of him. Yeah, it probably could. And that's why you need to probably send him on loan to say, okay, we're going to send you on loan. Listen to the manager. This is what you need to do. You need to do the basics first. If you want to be a left back, you need to learn how to tackle. Fuck going forward all the time. Yes, the modern day left back goes up and down the wing. And that's fine. And I understand that. But fundamentals like tackling that's what you need to do so yeah and this Aaron Hinkley if he can play left back and right back for me that would be absolutely wonderful if we get him in
1: um he plays he's been playing a lot at left midfield as well um the latter part of the season and he can play left back left wing back Left, uh, left midfield, left. He can play anywhere down, but any any other sides, much like Saka, comfortable in almost any position, which is good, and he's Scottish, so um, that's that's good for. I always think it's important if you've got people from your own country um, at uh, at the club with you, and we've seen that over the years where we've had um, people from the same countries, be it African countries or um, Bergkamp and Overmars, wherever all the French lads. That you get more uh, more of a team then because yeah they're they're your mates I mean, even with like Tony Adams and Seaman and Dixon and Winterburn and all that lot all playing for England and and Wrighty and and uh, Merson so I think that helps a little bit it's always nice to have uh, some uh, some your fellow countrymen at the club um, yeah so I definitely want him
0: yeah I I would uh, definitely take him but um, another left back we've been linked to is uh... Simchenko from uh, Manchester City, but you know, there's a lot of talk in the press as well. I don't know who leaks all this shit, but um, probably <laughs> Carpenter. Um, that we're gonna, if we do sign him, we're gonna play him as in a midfielder, which is definitely different because he hasn't played too many games for Manchester City in midfield. I think every game that he's played for Man City, he's played uh, at left back, but you know, let's be honest, when you play uh, on the wings for Manchester City as a fullback, you're pretty much playing other teams half anyway, with amount of time they um, attack. So you don't
1: Well really they have... only paid one point seven million for him from Ufa, which I think is a, a Ukrainian team. But I'll go and have a look at his um his thing and see what positions he's been playing in this season. I know for Ukraine he definitely plays in midfield.
0: But I watched the Scotland game and I think he played in midfield then and I'm sure against Wells he played in midfield as well, which I would like him because even if you got someone like... If he plays in that de- defensive way, um, you could definitely fill him, fill him in as left-back for if Kieran Tierney is going to go up and down the pitch. So I personally think that's uh, a nice signing there. I... Would I be mad if we signed Sinchenko? I wouldn't be mad. I would be mad if we paid a stupid price for him. And
1: What's, what know, are they talking about
0: price wise? I think they were talking about 25 to 30 mil.
1: That's good. That's fine.
0: He is fine. I'd, I'd pay that. Anything over, anything over 30 million, I'd I, I have to question. Um, definitely have to question it because I just feel like we've got priorities that we need to. Uh, fulfilled this season and definitely a striker, isn't it? Like, we need, definitely need two strikers and we definitely need uh, a replacement left back as well and we definitely need a midfielder. So, like you said, Danny, if, if Arteta wants to reach his 22-player 22, um, 22 target, you know, we need to go for the people that we need 100% first and then go for the the must-haves and then go for the luxuries. And I think signing Sinchenko is probably going to be a luxury rather than a must-have.
1: Mm, 26 games at left-back this season, five assists, one game in central midfield, which was against, um, at home against PSG, and that's it. So, yeah, like you were saying, every game he's played uh, this season has been at left-back. But, yeah, if we uh, you can't afford to go and spend 25, 30, 35 million on a player like that, until you've got all your other players in, in place. Going and getting a Hickey is good because he covers everywhere. You, you always need your Jules Grimander, your Remy Guards, your Perry Groves, players who can play in almost anywhere. And for me, it'd be Hickey first, and then maybe Zinchenko after. But, it's got, but you've got to wonder why there'd be players who'd want to leave Man City and come to us, or or come to any team below other than, well, Chelsea, Man City, Man United, Liverpool, really. Oh, Absolutely.
0: It's about playing huh? time. I mean, what do you say he's scored? True. He played, what, 25 games this season?
1: Yeah, I was and looking that's... at the number of times in the Premier League. He played a game on the bench, played a game on the bench, injured for three, on the bench for seven out of the next eight. Then he played four in a row, all 90 minutes. Bench, out for the coronavirus, bench, 90 minutes, six on the bench. And at the end of the season, he played, he played the last seven games, but he only started four of them. So, annoying, I suppose.
0: And you think to yourself, Man City made it to what? Um, the semi-final of Europe. They made it to yep. the final of...
1: The, the FA Cup. Of, no, uh, semi-final of the FA Cup and fourth uh, round against West Ham with the League Cup.
0: So, yeah, if you say to... I mean, again, if you say to Sinchenko... Let's be honest. You're like Man City are going to, you're not going to play for Man City. Come back to us. Come to Arsenal, and when you're going to get a rise? Let's be honest. I'm sure Sinchenko is probably not on more than a hundred grand. I'd be very, I'd be very surprised if Sinchenko is on more than a hundred grand. Um, so you say to him, come to Arsenal. You will be, we'll play you in midfield. You will start in midfield. You're going to get games. You're going to play in Europa League. We're going to play you in. So, so they haven't made it um, – sadly, Ukraine haven't made it to the World Cup. So, um, you know, you don't have to worry about – He's on 20 grand a week, confirmed. 20 grand a week. So he comes to Arsenal and you pay him
1: – 25 grand a week.
0: <laughs> Double his wages, no problem. Even if he doubled his wage <laughs> and then even added on something. So let's say you gave him 90.
1: No, like, 50. Don't want to don't want to spoil him. What what pay rises later, would not he? <laughs> um, tw- twenty grand a week. Wow, that's um... it's amazing how how glory will keep you at a club for fuck all. I mean, when was the last time we had a first team player who was regular uh, who was in his <coughs> mid twenties on on twenty grand a week? I think that probably would have been. Um, I don't know, Gilberto, back in when he first signed for us from the Brazilian yeah, you, side. You, you
0: think to yourself, he you come from a, <laughs> um, a Russian club. He probably Oof, was huh? a two grand. Um,
1: uh, if he was lucky.
0: Yeah, so, you know, yeah, double his wages or and add a little bit more. Like, why wouldn't you? And I'm sure, I mean, not that FFP really is, is a thing anymore, but I'm huh. sure Man city going to want to make some money.
1: Uh, definitely. But I don't know you, why. Right They've got to take on Newcastle, haven't they? They need all the money they can get. This
0: is true. But you're right what you're saying. Like It's, um, why would you want to come to Arsenal? Let's be very honest, why would you want to come to Arsenal? But that's the job of Arteta and Eddie to sell the club to these players to say, look, this is the reason why you need to, you should come to Arsenal. You get to play in London. You're going to play every game. You're not going to play a big part um, like you do at Man City. yes, you know what, you play at Man City and you're guaranteed to win trophies. Like, let's be honest with you, you are. But, at the end of the day, you know, you've you've won the Premier League this season, but what did you contribute towards that? You was on the bench for so many of them, like, seeing your team play and you lifted the trophy, okay, but don't you want to be part, of you want to play week in, week out? It just depends on whether you go there for the money, whether you're going to be a Richard Wright where, you're happy to collect your 25 grand a week and just chill on the bench and know that you're never, ever going to play a game, ever, or you want to actually play football. So, you know, would I be mad if we signed Sinchenko? No, I'd be I'd be actually quite happy if we signed him. So I can't say yay or nay otherwise, if that makes sense.
1: How about Demsek says here about Reese Nelson and Maitland Niles? Personally, I'd love to have them both back at the club. Reese, the second half of this season, was fantastic for Feyenoord. Started by coming on from the bench, then played a few games, then made himself a first-teamer, getting assists and the odd goal. Maitland-Niles, so we could save ourselves £25 by keeping Maitland-Niles at the club. I think he'll have gone away and realised, I got into the England team playing for Arsenal as a right-back, right-wing-back. I could, and then look at the season just gone and gone, I could have played 35 games for Arsenal that season, If he had any sense, he'll come back and go to Arteta. I'd love to be a part of what you're planning and I'll play wherever you want me to play. And he'll go, yeah, Roma.
0: (laughs) I think he's really that the grass ain't always greener, isn't he? Because he went to Roma. I think he started like the first game. He probably thought, I'm going to be a first teamer. And then his game time dried up, did not it? He didn't play much for Roma at all. Um, So the grass isn't always greener. I feel like he always tends to go away. Thinks that he's better than he is. Even when he went to West Brom, you know, after a while, even Allardyce saw that he wasn't that good. So after a while, you've got to just be like, okay, do you know what? Maybe I just need to humble myself, see that I'm not at the level that I think I am, and just play where the manager wants me to play. Whether he's happy to come back and He's not going to be a... Let's face it. it. comes to Arsenal, he 100% will not be a starter. And no matter what position he plays in, you know, is he going to be the backup right-back? Is Suarez now in that position? Is he going to be another midfielder? If we sign Tillemans, we keep Xhaka, we've got Partey, Lukonga. You know, there are so many players that may be in front of him. So what do you do? Um, who knows? maitland Niles. I, I, I personally don't see him staying. I, I, I no. think that there'll be clubs a pittance we'll get for him. Yeah, I think maybe one of the even Fulham. Maybe Fulham might think, "Oh, uh, we need some some old Premier League experience." Will we get him? We'll, we'll, we'll see. Um, but I just don't. I don't see. I don't see him staying. Um, as for Reese Nelson, I think. When you go away and you're playing week in week out, it's very hard to come back to your parent club and not play. Mm. And is he going to get in front of Granite? Sorry, is he going to get in front of Saka? No. Is he going to get ahead of Martinelli or Emil Smith Rowe? Probably not. Um, If Pepe does leave, which is talk of him leaving. You know, will you be the backup right back? Sorry, right mid to Saka. Who knows? you Kind of get what I mean. So, for me, I would like Reese Nelson to stay. Whether he does or not, again, I don't. I can't see it because if you're played week in, week out, got to the final of a European competition, and then be told you're going to play backup to right to Saka, yeah, I don't see. Him st- um being accepting of that
1: but you look in the under Emery the Europa League run um, I mean how many games do you think Reese Nelson I mean uh, Maitland-Niles has played for Arsenal all comps
0: I want to say probably about
1: 75 132 me. 72 Premier League 13 FA Cup 15 League Cup 31 Europa League and one Charity Shield. So you look at that season where we had that run, he played 32 games all season, 20 in the league, and then six in the Europa League, and then six in the National Cups. And so he could, but there's a case there. I mean, he played 28, then 30, then 32, 21, and last season he only played 11. And so we do need players for those early rounds of the uh, Europa League where he's, he could be playing every game. Because we are almost going to need two squads for the first part of the season. Like you said at the start of the show, we're going to be playing every Saturday, every, every every Sunday, every Thursday for the first first half of the season up until January when we get past the group stages of the Europa League and then we start playing the big boys, the ones that have dropped down from the Champions League. And so we need players. So, But I'd love him to stay. I think he's a really good player. I mean, he went and got five caps for England during that from the way he was playing all in 2020 so that would have been that Europa League season and the beginning of the next season and And he's only he's only 24 years old he's 25 in August I'd love to see him come back but I don't think he will No,
0: I I don't I don't don't see it I think um, we're probably cashing on players like that like Reese Nelson maybe Niles if you can get do you remember, was it Wolves that offered like 20 million for him and we didn't accept it? And then he didn't play at all until we loaned him out, didn't like? So that was like us fucking him over. And I'm sure he's been told sweet little lies too many times for him to say, you know what, I just don't believe me anymore. Like, I, I really don't. So you're going to have to do something else about it. So we'll, we'll see. I think with him, it's an attitude, not even an attitude because us here sitting here can't speculate on what he's like. But clearly every manager he goes to has some sort of issue with him, whether it be Arteta. I remember he was like, when Everton came in for him, didn't he do that tweet like, oh, Arsenal, please let me go or whatever it was, like that that trying to force his hand out the door. And we stayed firm and we didn't sell him, did we? Like we... we Arteta was literally like no that's not how you get a move um, so that's not going to happen I don't know it, It's we, we seem to have a lot of players with baggage in it because even with um, Gwendouzi I mean I, I, Gwendouzi is definitely not going to play for Arsenal again I think I'm that's sure done. that's done that's it hasn't it he's definitely um, staying at Marseille um, so his time is gone but a player who went to marseille danny and his confer- well he said he's happy to come back is big willie saliba, saliba like
1: yeah i'm happy here i
0: i am happy but i think it's weird like he he was never going to come out and say i want to stay at marseille you can't he, like cuz he's got a contract at arsenal so he what he come up in his statement and said was nothing that no one didn't really know. Like he has got a contract with Arsenal for two years. You're right, Saliba. You have. Um, do you want to come back and play for Arsenal? Well, you have to say that, don't you? Because if you then say I do not want to come back. I'm. Um, I'm happy. I want to stay with Marseille. Then it's kind of, well, Arsenal have got you over barrel, haven't you? So you are gonna to have to come back. Personally, I think you will have a lot. To do with Arsenal next season, 100%. I think he's gonna play. We are gonna need, like you said, Danny, we're gonna need two squads. We're gonna need the league squad and the Europa League squad. So, is he gonna be playing week in, week out? Yeah, it depends on what it depends on what format, whether it be the league or the Europa League. He will be playing week in, week out. Would Can't he ask ch-
1: much more than that?
0: Would he challenge Ben White to? If we're gonna play four at the back, still could he possibly challenge Ben White's position? I think so. I, I genuinely think that he could. I'm, I'm, I can't wait to see him in an Arsenal shirt. I'll be very honest with you. Like I really can't wait to see him play football in an Arsenal shirt. And what I don't want is for him to make one mistake and then people start throwing their arms. Like, oh my god, he's shit!
1: Well, think- Arsenal fans aren't like that, Carl. Nothing to worry about there.
0: No, not at all. that like, because I saw uh, when they played <laughs> against France against oh, who did France play? Not that didn't much. he
1: give away a penalty or something?
0: No, um, he, he. They blamed him for the goal for the second goal that they. I can't remember what team they played. Um, that the other teams... Denmark. I can't remember. i Denmark. That the other team scored and they started blaming him. And I'm like, well, no, it's not his fault. Just because a team concede doesn't mean it's his fault. He's gonna have to. Come in, get used to the Arsenal way of playing football, and it's going to be very hard because remember Ben White and Gabriel have a partnership, basically. So it's a partnership they've had; they've had it all season. So Salivas so have to come in and play harder to try and break that partnership. And if you're going to play two separate squads, which I don't know, we don't know if that's confirmed. But if he is, then he's going to be partnered with Rob Holding. So you could just see a Rob Holding and Saliba partnership there. You never know whether Rob Holding stays around because Rob Holding will now then be the full choice centre back for me. So we'll see what happens there. But I honestly feel that Saliba is going to have a really big season at Arsenal. And I, I don't know why, I just feel it. And I'd love him to be a, a great success at Arsenal.
1: I think we all would i mean you look at his stats when he was playing for marseille him and he's his, um, his, he's playing a back three as well so his um his passing stats regularly he'd have 100 passes a game and he'd be getting 80 90 maybe even more percent pass accuracy and the way they played he played on the left i think it was on the left side of the back three um just magnificent but anybody can play brilliantly in in France, as we've seen many times of a certain Nicolas Pepe can look good when you're playing in France. But he did it the season we bought, after we bought him, the season before we bought him, and then he did it the season, the, his first loan there, which was, so we bought him from Saint-Etienne and then we loaned him to, I can't remember who we loaned him to. Oh, someone else. Ow, oh, my foot. Um, so, his stats speak for himself. Young, um, young Defender of the Year in France, and um, broke all kinds of records for the number of passes complete and all of that lot. So I'm um, very, very happy to come back. And uh, we need four decent centre backs, and now we have got Gabriel and White who are the main two, and we'll have Saliba and Holding that will be the the backup ones. And if Saliba is the player that we think he's going to be, uh, he'll be fighting. I mean, who do you think's the best out of Gabriel and White? Personally, I think Gabriel.
0: Yeah, I think Gabriels are. All-
1: but when you're playing 50, 60 games a season, it's 38 in the league, going to be 15 in the Europa League. That's uh, 52, 53. And then maybe another five or six in the Cups. Playing nearly 60 games a season. No one is going to be playing 60 games a season. They'll be thanking us. Um, ben White and uh, and Gabriel will be going, thank God we've got some other players to come in because we're knackered. We saw at the end of this season where we only played, what, 43 games all season or something like that. The least number of games we played in a season. And you see Saka and Erdegaard and Martinelli in the last game of the season. They'd they'd run out of energy. They'd run out of everything because there wasn't enough squad rotation.
0: Yeah, that's what we definitely yeah we definitely need that for next season. And we can't be over reliant on the young players. Um, conscious of a time that we've been going on for ages, that we get. To well, we've
1: covered all the all the notes I had, all the teams there. You, you've done them all.
0: Yeah, I just want to talk about Saka quickly, the last point. Um, I don't know who, whether it's Saka's agent or whoever, uh, but the story is coming out that Manchester City are interested in signing Saka. Um, so Saka's got two years left in his contract, as well as Martinelli, I believe, as well. And I believe Arsenal's policy now is if you've only got two years left in your contract and you don't want to sign, we are going to sell you. That's the Tim Lewis method, isn't he? Because he's now in charge of all of our contracts and stuff. Um, I think we spoke about it on the last podcast we did, Danny, that whether Saka was going to sign or not, and I, I said that just the fact that he's come through our academy, I don't think it's enough. I think he wants to win trophies. He wants to play at the highest level. You know, he's in the England squad, and he sees people like. Mason Mount, and he sees people like Jack Grealish, and he sees, you know, those sort of players who probably thinks I am better than you, but I'm playing in the Europa Cup. Uh, Mm -hmm. I'm winning the trophies that I should be. Um, Whereas I'm not worried about Saka leaving. I don't think I'm as confident as everyone else is about Saka staying because I do believe if you, you've got two years left in his contract, I think by the World Cup, if you're looking at him and thinking, right, Saka, I need... But put it through, talk should have been happening straight away. He should be signing this summer. And if you to this agent and you say to him, we'll make you the highest paid player at the club, we will give you £250,000. Like, I just don't think it's... I don't think the money is what Saka wants. He could be, uh, we don't know this, but I don't think it's the money that he wants. But if you say, you know what, here is 200 grand, 250,000 pounds.
1: Yeah, but we, then where do you go next time he needs need a little tickle under the chin? You can't give him more than that. How much is so, he, do we know how much he's on now? Shall I go and have a look at that site?
0: I would say he's probably on about 110, 120, maybe. I think he's on about 60. No, because last contract he signed, he must have got over 100.
1: Um... But, Let's just Saka,
0: according to this, Gordon, thirty grand. No, fuck off. There's no way Saka's on thirty grand. Either.
1: Well, it says it's been uh, confirmed.
0: He's on thirty grand a week.
1: Yeah, and his contract is um, he's uh, his last con—the time he signed a new contract was at the the end of the beginning of the last of 2021. He went from ten grand to thirty.
0: Yeah, we so his next contract will be from take 30 grand to probably about 250
1: and if no, he I wouldn't him, I wouldn't go that far I'd say give you 100 because then you've got nowhere to go next time you need to give him a uh, a raise
0: I hear what you're saying but if you got the likes of Liverpool and Man City sniffing which they will and surely <laughs> if you've got one year left in your contract and the agent goes to Man City and and they say, Do you know what we'll give him Man City, as you know, will give him what whatever. Man City will give him three hundred grand a week because he'll talk to Raheem Sterling and he'll see think, you know, I'm younger than you, Raheem Sterling. Um I could definitely hundred percent um be the next year at Man City, so
1: therefore um We're going to. Well, according to this list here, Smith Rose on 20, Tavares 26, Saka 30, Tommy Ashu 40, Holding 40, Eddie 45, Laconga 50, El Neni 50. Um, Elneny, this hasn't been updated because El has signed a new deal. Uh, Gabriel Margales is 50, Ramsdale 71, Suarez 75, Jesus Christ. Martinelli 90. Leno and Xhaka are on 100, Tyranny 110, Ben White 120, Erdegaard 137, Pepe 140, Lacazette 180, and Party 200. And the only ones that I haven't got the tick next to is Erdegaard, Ramsdale, and Laconga.
0: Yeah, so if you're telling me that Martinelli's on 90,
1: there's
0: no way you can pay Saka 100. You have to go. You have to go give Saka at least one fifty. In today's market, you have to, and I just don't think that the fact that he's a Halem hey, boy is enough. I really don't. I, I, I can't see it. So I'm I, I. I personally would put more emphasis on giving Saka a new contract than probably over anything because at a certain time, if he's not going to sign. You do not have to sell him, Saka. You have to sell him. We can't let Saka walk away for free. And as you know, players now hold all the power. Every single power they have. So um, if I'm Saka's eight, if I'm Arteta and um, Erdu, Erdu, sorry, (laughs) Um, I'm saying to him, look, I really want you to stay. We will build this club around you. You are a future captain of this club. You, This team will be around you because you are the best player in this team. You just, and then you say to him, we need you to sign. But if you're not going to sign, tell us and we've got to sell you. We, we have to. We have to sell you because we can't risk you walking away for free. Can't happen. It can't happen. Not at all. So, you know, I think that is... Getting a striker is a number one priority. Signing soccer, I personally think this summer has got to be number
1: two. Um, it says here, because that was only for um, last season, so I've got a little goggle on it. And it says, Emil Smith-Rowe signed a five-year, 5.2 million contract with the Arsenal, including an average annual salary of, of 1 million in 2022. Smith-Rowe will earn a base salary of a 1 million a year. And this was a little while ago. Um, still says he's only earning 20 grand a week everywhere I look so he's still young but they will both need, but that's the way it works though isn't it, it other clubs have had problems because a player, a young player comes in, has a couple of good seasons and they go um, oh here we go uh, another one says Arsenal are going to double his wages this is April 2022 um, Smith is due to double his 20 grand a week wages of a new um, Arsenal contract according to ESPN
0: but and also Martinelli as well. Martinelli's only got two years left of his contract. And Jurgen Klopp absolutely loves Martinelli. Like Jurgen Klopp will take him tomorrow. So even that we've got to sort out as well. Well Martinelli's
1: on, like I said, ninety grand a week. And he signed and that's he he's been on that ever since he got here. In 2019, he's been on ninety grand a week. Fucking hell. I know, yeah. Jesus. That's a uh, but I'd say to all of them, we'll give you all a new deal, hundred grand each a week. Or between you. You the get fact, pocket money. <laughs> and what do you do with it though? I mean, there's only a certain amount of shit you can buy. <laughs> yeah.
0: But the fact that Mike Lane's on ninety grand just shocking. Like in Brazil, he would have been paid
1: Pound. A, yeah. <laughs> like, genuinely like They get paid, paid fuck all. Ninety grand. You know, they'll neg- be paying forty percent tax unless they've set themselves up as a an LLC. They'll be paying forty percent tax on that. Oh, and what would hurt God. most every time, every week, you see, oh shit, a bed. I've had to pay like thirty five thousand pound a week in tax.
0: <laughs> who negotiated that contract? Because that's shocking. Like considering was oh, no other face
1: other, probably did. Or or there was
0: no other clubs coming in from Arsenal. I mean, we we're paying him ninety k a week that's ridiculous. See, I mean, how can Saka look at that and think you're getting paid 90, I'm getting paid 30 and I played nearly every single game and I'm the star of the show. Like yeah, Saka will be on about 150 if not a bit more if he signs a new contract with Arsenal. Like we have to 100%. I mean, Saka what is our top goal scorer last season, a top,
1: top everything. A player st- of the year again. But-
0: yeah, definitely, we need to sort out the Saka contract because I do not want to lose Saka at all, and especially not to another Premier League rival. Well,
1: I don't know if three hundred million, I wouldn't sell him. Don't care how much you're offering, we're not. I wouldn't sell him. No, no amount of money. I'd say to Man City, you want him, we're swapping for Haaland. That's <laughs> our. That's... <laughs> Got a question here from. um Drago, your thoughts on Southgate. Seen lots of England fans criticising him, saying he's not good enough, yet he's the most successful manager in 30 years. He's a prick. Fuck him. Plays shit football and he is a typical England manager of picking the, the, the favourites all the time. That's it. Can't, I mean, I'm not an England fan anyway. Fuck him. I agree.
0: I, I think he's, the, he's not progressive at all. As normal, he's another person who put so much faith into Harry Kane Plays him like we, like, plays him all the time against these shit teams. I think that like, he's God's gift, scores a penalty, and then all of a sudden, oh my God, Hurricane led the line brilliantly. No, he fucking didn't. You don't play, you play Mason Mount out of position. He's rubbish. You play Calvin Phillips and you play uh, Declan Rice in centre midfield. Why would you play two defensive midfielders in certain midfield?
1: Because he's a freak. Like, it just we, doesn't. Make Oh, yeah. Jamaica at the World Cup. Will you be support? Are they not? Are they there? I, they are in a shambles at the World Cup oh. at Jamaica. I know you're so. not Jamaican, but your family are. So, no, so man, I mean, I'll be supporting. I'll be supporting Canada in this next World Cup. Oh Canada! Because uh, OG. So, what team are you picking for the World Cup? Wales. I don't know. I, who? <laughs> Wales. God no. <laughs> <OG>.
0: <laughs> no, God no. Um, <laughs> um, I'm not too sure yet. Do you know what? I want to pick uh, an outsider. I'd love. I personally think that the World Cup being played in Qatar, which is
1: arseholes,
0: and the weather, I think is going to suit a South American and an African country because they're going to be used to playing in that heat. You think these little boys from England like can handle going over there and playing in that heat? Nah, it's not happening. So it wouldn't surprise me if an Argentina or a Brazil or outside Chance, Ivory Coast, um, or even not even Ivory Coast, um, Senegal. I think that is it's going to suit them so much more, the weather. So yeah, don't be surprised if. Have
1: you, have you seen the amount of money that people have been offering for Sadio Mane? 25, 30 million. What the I mean, fuck is that about?
0: That is, that's, but that's just Bayern Munich, in it not wanting to pay, and Liverpool would just be like, "No, we're not. <laughs> no, we won't. Like, what? Why do you think that we should sell him? Like, get
1: fucked.
0: <laughs> yeah. Fuck, so, sorry. Sorry. See, the thing is, they'll go to Mane and say, "Mane, we agreed to sell you because they probably have come to that agreement, and that's fine. But you know, whoever." Buys you, he's going to pay us what they um, what you're worth. But again, that's all dependent on because if we sign nabri that could be the start, the catalyst. Oh, if
1: man, we, that'd be great. If, uh,
0: Bayern Munich sign Mane, we sign Nabri You know, it's, it's a house of cards, Danny.
1: Certainly, there was one other striker. We got our very own OG at the top right there. One day he'll come back if we uh, if we're good. But um, Arsenal were linked with a uh, quite a tall. We wanted a tall striker. Uh, these photos were caught in training at Arsenal today, the new kit, so you know it's legitimate. That young man there, do, what do we know about him? He looks very good, doesn't he? Do
0: you know what? I don't want to start rumours because, yeah, you know... you're
1: going
0: to. I've heard that he, personally, is the second coming that he's, like, he's a mix between Alan Shearer and Ian Wright. Yep. Like he's, like the, he's just brilliant and... Hopefully, he does sign for Arsenal. I mean, those pictures are obviously very exclusive. Mm. Um, I hope he's going to moonlight as well as a journalist, whether he should or not, or whether Arsenal allow him to do it or not. But I guess if he's signed for Arsenal, that would be the end of all our scoring
1: worries. Yeah, a best-looking bloke at the club. And ladies, back off, back off. He's spoken for. He's married. Lucky lady. Well, she's the lucky one. He's the lucky one, Not, her, not him. Exactly. But yeah, that's um, that's a bit of breaking news. That's who the Arsenal are going for. We can't tell. We can't give you any names or numbers. But he uh, he is on on, on Twitter as uh, Simon Collings But remember, we didn't tell you. That no, he's the future he does, of Arsenal.
0: He does work for a newspaper, The even Standard. But again, that information didn't come from us.
1: No. I think we're all done. That that quick half hour chat, Carl. How did it go? Uh, yeah, it was uh, a okay. yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah, but you know what? Um, do you know what it is like you you tend to miss talking about Arsenal because we don't see them that we're not playing anymore. but they'll be back soon because this preseason is really really coming quickly, isn't it? Like uh, the the summer break is not very long until they're back into preseason, traveling to America, playing. I can't remember they're playing in America, but they are definitely playing in America. They're
1: playing in Orlando, aren't they? I think we're playing Chelsea and an Italian team.
0: Yeah. So, yeah, um, and let's hope we do some signings first. I I'd love us to because I know they. I love us to sign a player before the players do go for the official summer break. Whether it would be, be nice. Clemens over the line or Gabriel Jesus over the line. It'll be great. But do you know what? This is why we love Arsenal. This is why we go on Twitter and see all these transfer rumours every single day. We get ourselves excited, and then we see another club being linked with a player that we're excited about. And then we all just automatically say, Oh, they're shit. We didn't want them anyway. Uh, so <laughs> it's all good. But
1: yeah. We just have to remember one thing, people. Unless you heard it from Simon Collins of The Standard, it's bullshit. Exactly. It's bullshit. Warning, and this Timon tells you all. Charles Watts is bullshit. Carl, Ball. turn this shit off.
0: Yes. <laughs> nice. Everyone, thank you for coming in and listening to our little chat. It was uh, absolutely brilliant. Thank you well, to all the people that are normally here: Stefan, Loki, Phil, Mister Waffles, Moza, Everyone, Thunder, you know you're brilliant. You'll keep this uh, channel going. Much appreciated. Uh, please give us a thumbs up because it's really good when you do it. Um, Thank you, everyone. And if we sign anyone, I'm very sure we'll do another very, very, very quick podcast to say, welcome to the club, Mr. Names to be announced soon. Uh, So thank you, everyone. Uh, Take care, and I shall see you later. Take care. Bye-bye. And always remember, hashtag fuck Ellis.
1: As soon as I scored that goal, I was fucking livid. Splendid business. Get down, dog.